Welcome to FitChix Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by FitChix Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for any of our upcoming certifications that you can read more about at FitChixAcademy.com. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Hello everyone and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. And my name is Laura Jackson. And on today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat, we are talking specifically about why we believe you need a group fitness business. If you were starting out in this industry, where in like why so many people feel like they need to just have a personal training business or like so many times we hear our students, our grads, people getting into the fitness industry thinking, I want to be a personal trainer when we're here, like today, basically we're stepping in and saying like, that's cool. You want to be a personal trainer, but what you really want to be doing is starting a group fitness business and why. Yeah. Like I think that there's a lot of like misconceptions when you're first getting into fitness. I mean, I think a lot of people, we hear it all the time. Like, you know, the first thing that's a huge misconception is thinking that you have to go work in a gym. Mm-hmm. We hear that all the time with our students at Fitchix Academy. Like they're coming to take our program because of course we teach them how to open a group fitness business as well as how to do personal training to complement that. But like we always hear from them, oh, do I have to work in a gym? Or they're coming to us because they've looked at other certifications and that's the only thing they can do is go and work in a gym. So um, there's just a lot of beliefs about people when they're first starting in this industry that they think of what you quote unquote should do. Um, but really that's not the most profitable and it's also not the most easy to start up and it's not the most flexible. So we're to be talking about that today. Totally. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like when you think about even just like, building a group fitness business versus a personal training business. One of the biggest benefits is how that affects your clients and how that helps you to get clients. The reason being is like, if you think about it, if you have personal training as your only option, now you limit yourself to people that are probably within like a very close proximity of you, like maybe 10 kilometers or 10 miles around you. Like they can't, they won't travel very far to do one-on-one training or else you have to travel pretty far to go train them. The other thing though, that is the biggest barrier with personal training versus with group fitness is the price points. People charge more for personal training because this is this one-on-one attention that you're providing to your clients. If you're providing that one-on-one training to them, you're going to charge a higher price point versus if you have group fitness classes, you can reduce the cost. And by reducing the cost, you have clients that it's an easier yes for them because so many times that's like the biggest reason why people don't work with trainers is a budget standpoint. They can't necessarily afford personal training, especially for the long haul. Like they can do it maybe for five sessions or 10 sessions, but after that, it doesn't necessarily always work for their budget. Having group fitness allows for you to be able to create something that's sustainable long-term for your clients, which is a huge thing. Completely. When we're talking about group fitness, guys, we're talking about you could do small groups. So three, four, five people, or you can do group fitness, like group fitness classes, group fitness boot camps, like we did, where you're having 20 people, maybe up to 25, depending on your space. So um, there's a huge range in there. But like Amanda was saying, you get that cost savings when you're able to, you know, offer it in a group kind of format for your clients. And also for you, like this was a huge one for me. I realized very early on when we first started teaching 
I started doing um, some personal training and some smaller group training. So I was doing like one-on-one or I was doing like three to four people before we started FitChix. This was like, even before we started FitChix, I was just kind of, that's when I was first, like after I was certified, I met some people, I told them I was a trainer. They're like, sweet, I would love to get started. So I just kind of rolled with it and figured that out. So yeah. As I started with that, I realized though, for me personally, it was like, I gave the same amount of energy to one to four people that I did to a group of 20 people. Mm -hmm. So I could only train very little because, you know, if you're thinking about it, I wasn't my, it wasn't my full-time job. It was my part-time job. But even if I had like two or three clients, that's three hours. And I would give them the same level of like, you know, my total attention, my total energy that I would give to 25 people if I was running three classes a day, where I then also would be making, you know, $60 an hour, let's say for a personal training client, and I'd be making $400 an hour for a group fitness class. It was like a no brainer. (laughs) Well, that's just it, right? Like it makes, it allows for you to be able to use your time more efficiently. The other thing too, with personal training versus group fitness that I love is that with group fitness people, you know, we still totally believe in developing a signature program and having added value opportunities, like having, you know, um, extra workouts for them at home or challenges or meal plans and, you know, um, a community that they can connect in. And we talk about this in our fitness and nutrition expert certification, but what the difference is, is that with group fitness, that's like added bonus. Like people are like, Oh, that's so cool. This comes with my program. And this is part of it versus with personal training. I find clients have an expectation that you're going to also give them at home workouts and programming outside of those sessions. And with that expectation becomes more work. So then when you think about from a time perspective, you're now also having to personally create personalized programs for outside of the sessions with your clients on top of the actual session. So the time, if you actually broke down the amount of time that you were investing in a client, say for one month, for one one-on-one and then you broke it down and you said, okay, it's going to, you know, I'm doing one or twice, two sessions a week. So that's two hours, but then I also have to develop the workouts and they're at home programming. And so I'm spending four hours a week training this one person. They're paying me $60 a session. So I'm really making $120 a week for four hours of my time. That's $30 an hour. If you really break it down versus if you look at group fitness and you're having, if you're doing the math and you're saying, okay, I'm going to have 10 people come and they're each paying me $20. I'm now making $200 an hour hour. And the expectation is not necessarily there. And there's no extra added work, especially if you pre-develop stuff that you're going to already put into like a signature offer for them. Well, this so is it's just, where... it's smart. <laughs> no. And also I just think the, the world has changed. You know, I'm always, I'm a big believer in, you know, when you're first starting out. So when you're first getting certified and you're building your clients, it can be hard to find 20 people. Right. Yeah, of course. When like, and you don't want to wait till you find a group of 10 or 20 people to start training. You want to start working with one, two, three, four to build up your confidence, to get results, to build up your testimonials, to build up your network. Right. So I'm a huge, <laughs> yeah. So at the beginning, for sure, if all you can get is personal training clients, start with it, but keep that mindset of like, I am going to develop a, a group fitness program as well as offer PT. Mm-hmm. Um, because in that way you also have like, more cash flow coming in. You can service more people in less amount of time. You have different price point options that you can give. And I always look at it as like your group fitness is like your main revenue stream. And then your personal training is like some icing on the cake if you want to do it. 
Right. And like us, I chose very quickly once I realized, wait a second, I put the same amount of energy into one-on-one clients. I make more money teaching Mm -hmm. group fitness. My clients are getting better results because they're feeling supported not only by me, but by other people in the group. I'm like, I was like, forget personal training. I'm going all in on group fitness. No, that's just it. I mean, and if anyone's curious, like the math really breaks down to like when we were teaching group fitness classes, we were charging $159 for four weeks. So somebody would send it for a four week block. We had a signature program that we offered. It was four weeks that they would register for. And um, in our classes. So I'm just going to give you my example of like what was happening in my classes. So I was teaching Monday and Wednesday nights. I was teaching back-to-back classes. So I was taught from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. and then 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. because I didn't want to work more nights. I just wanted to work more hours more efficiently with my time. I taught back-to-back classes. Each of those classes were sold out. They had 20 women in each class. Okay. 20 women in each class paying $159 a month. I was bringing in, I was generating $6,360 a month in revenue for teaching four hours a week. That's it. And, and of course, yes, I had a bit of prep work and like a little bit of travel time, but if you factor all that in, maybe that's an extra four hours a month of like all the extra stuff I had to do. Really, if you compare, it's not, it's like, it literally is apples to oranges in comparison to if I was teaching personal training or when I used to teach one-on-one yoga at this, um, one of my client's houses, I got paid $50. It still took me, it was a half an hour to drive there. I taught the session afterwards. It was half an hour to drive home. It was still a two hour block of time that I was getting paid $50. Well, Not and like your that. clients <laughs> you have personal training clients, they call in sick or they suddenly totally. drop off and you're relying on that income. Like there's a lot of things and it's like any business, right? Like you want to stay really focused on what your main offer is going to be, but you also want to have different income streams that are coming in, which is where too now what we're seeing is such a huge shift in the world of like people are not wanting to do one-on-one training the way they used to. They want virtual programs. Mm-hmm. They want um, they want you to be able to work out with them on Zoom or to be able to send them at home programming. They want you to do group fitness online programs. Like people are working out in such a different way now. And I think that there's so much opportunity to be able to have, whether it be you have your in-person group fitness program and you have an online group fitness program and you have your one-on-one personal training, virtual clients, whatever it is, like you can create whatever you want to create. But I just think that most people are not paying for one-on-one personal training the way they used to, because people don't want to commute. They don't want to spend, you know, it's not just the 45 minutes with a trainer. It's also the commute to get there and get home. So going to a trainer ends up becoming a three hour ordeal that we don't have time for. Whereas if you could do it virtually or you could do it in a group setting, a lot of people are more likely to do it. Definitely. Definitely. And I think, I mean, we talk about this in the fitness and nutrition expert certification, talking about like becoming a triple threat in your business and having group fitness, personal training and online training. And I think the main point that we really wanted to get across here today is the idea that a lot of people come into this industry or they get certified or they are thinking, I'm going to get certified and I'm going to become a personal trainer, but they're not even thinking about the other aspect of it. They're just so like one track mind focused on like, I'm going to become, I'm going to get certified. I'm going to do personal training. But when you think about the opportunity that lies ahead of you of doing group fitness, small group training, small online training, or anything like that with a group aspect, it 
literally in my mind, it trumps personal training all day, every day, no matter what, like there's, there's no way that you could convince me that I would spend my time offering personal training versus group fitness. If I was going to be teaching fitness classes, period. Well, and the other thing too, that I think that, you know, because really our whole business structure when we first started FitChicks was on the idea of having a low overhead group fitness business. So a lot of people, when they're first getting into becoming certified and starting their fitness business, like I said earlier, there's a lot of myths. There's a lot of misconceptions about what they think they have to do, what they think they should do, what they think they want to do until they actually (laughs) crunch the numbers and they start doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's why like in our fitness nutrition expert certification, it's not just about getting certified in fitness and not just learning nutrition to complement your fitness and wellness to complement your fitness programming. There is a full business module. So you're leaving, launching your group business. And if you want to do personal training again, too, you can add that on as icy on the cake. But like once people go through our program and they see what is possible and they're building their group fitness business in it, it's like, it's a no brainer. It just becomes like, it's like, why would I not open a group fitness business and not just a group fitness business, like I was saying, but a low overhead group fitness business. And what I mean by that for all of my non-businessy people It's opening a fitness business that doesn't have a lot of expenses for you, Mm -hmm. especially now we've seen more than ever because of the pandemic and everything that happened, fitness professionals were freaking out when they were doing it the old school way of doing things just by having to rent out studio space or working for a gym, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have a low overhead, it's a low expense business, which means you don't have huge studio rental bills. You don't need to purchase a ton of equipment. You literally can rent out space. So we were renting out public areas as well as renting out community centers, um, church gyms, school gyms, things like that. So you can get a permit guys for like 20 to $40 an hour. So if you're thinking you're making $200 an hour, and then you pay 20 for your permit, you still make $180 in profit from that. Mine, and you don't need equipment because again, you're going to be using body weight. You're going to be doing group fitness. You can use partner work. You can do all of these amazing things. Use your elements. A lot of spaces usually have some different elements that you can use in your programs as well. Yeah, like we had a student come to us because she was like, you know, I ended up, she rented a, she got certified. She rented a space. She did what she thought she should be doing, you know, paid for all the signage and marketing materials and all of it. At the end of the day, her profits were only like 5% of what she was making, which she could barely live off of. So mm-hmm. even though she was making money in her studio and on the books, it's like, oh, I'm selling $6,000 a month at my studio. After the rent came out, after the water bills came out, after all the... <laughs> things came out, she was left with like literally $500 in profit. No. And that was one of the things, you know, when we, when we started our business that we did talk a lot about, we talked about the idea that we didn't want to be responsible for keeping the lights on 24 seven in a space. Having a studio space is a big responsibility. You're responsible then, like if your studio is not open at, you know, from morning till night, like gyms are, you are basically just paying for it to just sit there in darkness, right? So there's a lot of responsibility and we didn't want that. We wanted it to be so that we could utilize the space 
when we needed to utilize the space. So that's why we rented spaces. And really all you need in order to be able to rent a space is you just find a space, obviously, in the community that you want to be in. It allows for you to move into communities really quickly as well. But also you need to have a certification and you need to have insurance. You need to have a certification because certifications will allow you to get insurance. And the only way that a place will rent to you is if you have insurance. So if you're not certified, you got to get certified so that you can obtain insurance and then the insurance will allow you to get a permit. And that's as easy as it gets, really. Well, and this is where I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, when they're first opening a business, these, you know, there's a lot of talk about like all so many businesses fail within the first year of business. It used to be within the first five years. It's now within the first year. Like mm-hmm. when you're starting a business, you the biggest amount of input or the biggest amount of investment that I believe that you should be putting into a, a fitness business is your time. So you're going to have to spend your time to, you know, create your marketing and figure out, you know what I mean? Your programming, or you could buy our complete bootcamp bundle where we give you an eight week done for you bootcamp program. Um, <laughs> but basically you got to figure out your programming. You've got to figure out your branding. You've got to figure out where you're going to, you know, hold your classes. You have to figure out your positioning, like what kind of instructor you are. You have to find clients, you have to market, you have to do a lot of stuff to get your name out there, right? It's sweat equity, it's you, it's your time. But when you're putting in that time, you're not having to invest a ton of dollars to do this to get started up, which is why, again, the low overhead group fitness business is the way to go because you're going to start making money and making a lot of money and a lot of profit right away, which then now that you put in like extra time, now you have extra cash that then you can pay for, you know, if you want to hire someone to help you with your marketing or all of those things. But the main thing is at the beginning is you don't want to be going into the hole to open your business. You don't want to be taking out a $20,000 loan to open your fitness business when it's not necessary. And if you do decide Mm -hmm. to open a studio down the road, that's awesome. Like we have some students who they decided after doing, um, you know, like a group fitness model that eventually they did want to have a studio space that that they could house their group fitness at. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome. But when you're first starting out, like we never took out a loan to start our business. We never invested more than in total. I think it was like $5,000, but even then it wasn't up front. It was like our own money. We were like teaching classes to reinvest in the business. So it was like, it was never like we had to come up with five grand or 10 grand to start the business. We started off by really just putting in the time and the effort and learning, which everyone has to do. And I think it's part of like the best part of business is that startup phase because you learn so much about yourself and you learn so much about how to run a business. Like, and I think too, going through the process of like doing all of the pieces, like we did everything in our business. We did everything, like we figured it out. We put in the time, the money, the energy into like creating everything that we wanted. We showed up, we put up the posters, we showed up and like put up, you know, handed out flyers and went to events and we did all of it on our own in the beginning. And I think that that was like the biggest lessons too, because not only are you learning how to do it, but you're also learning how to like value the people that are stepping into those roles, which I think if you are hiring people, understanding the amount of work, the amount of energy, the amount of effort that you put into it and knowing that they're going to do the same thing, you're able to train them better. You're able to have them step into that role better. And you're able to value what they're doing more because you know, you know how like hard it was or how annoying it was being out in the snow, putting up posters kind of thing. You'll really value the work that they're doing and you'll really, it'll really show. Completely. And I mean, for us, we like, once we dialed our model in, we knew we wanted to to grow. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for us, we went from being like having 
just the two of us making, you know, $6,000, $12,000 a month to suddenly we built like a multi six figure group fitness business with zero overhead. So like our profits guys were so huge because we, well, or sorry, low overhead because all we had to do was rent public space. We had certain costs to do with marketing and things like that, but the rest of all of it was profit. Yeah. So if you're looking to open, if you're like up your own group fitness business, if you're like, if you love fitness and you're looking to get certified and you want to open a group fitness business, you have to check out our fitness and nutrition expert certification. Literally, it is like a one-stop shop. Like not only are you going to learn how to teach the group fitness classes and the personal training, but you're also going to be taught how to open up your own business. So Honestly, it is the quickest way to get into this industry. It's the quickest way to be profitable in this industry. And then from there, you can grow in whatever direction that you want. But we did our group fitness business for years before we- 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years we had our group fitness businesses running, even when we had our online education open. But we did it as, I always say, like we did it as like, it was always meant to be like the stepping stone in our business. It was like the piece that we knew we could- build up our brand equity, build up our bank, like the actual money in our bank so that we could then take that money and invest it into other areas that we wanted to try. And it wasn't necessarily, then it didn't have to come from, you know, loans or investors or our own money. It was all money that we generated through our business. And it's, it's literally the fastest way. Like I hope, you know, even just showing you that math today and talking about like what those numbers even look like, even if it is half of what we talked about in the very beginning, if you have five people signing up, you're still going to be generating a hundred. If you're charging $20 a class, it's still going to be a hundred dollars an hour versus personal training at 60. So, um, and on top of it, you know, when we started to this last thing I'll say about like, yeah, we were, we were running our fitness business part-time. So we still had our full-time jobs and we were teaching it part-time. And I don't know about you guys, but like, if you're making between hundred and $200 a class, so that's anywhere between 800 to $1,600 a month. Yeah. What would that do for your family? What would that do for your life? What would that do to help you pay off bills to teach one hour, two times a week? Mm -hmm. Like that is where I think that, you know, if you have this passion for fitness, I'm like, it's such an amazing opportunity for you to do something you love, get your workouts in and be able to help other people at the same time and get paid good money. Cause that's where usually the disconnect is, right? You can either do things that really help people and you don't get paid very well for it. Or, you know what I mean? Or you have to do a lot of stuff and then, you know, invest a ton of hours and all this stuff to make good money. It doesn't have to be that way. I think that it's funny because the more, the older I get, the more I realize that like, there's so much opportunity that is simple. We just can't see it because we're so clouded by what we think we quote unquote should be doing or the myths that we believe. Like the idea that we talked about in the very beginning of today, which is the idea that I'm going to get certified and then I'm going to become a personal trainer in a gym. And everyone believes that that's the only opportunity. And that's, that was our goal today was really to be able to show you, like, it doesn't have to be that way. And that's exactly why we developed our fitness and nutrition expert certification to be able to show people, like, there is a different opportunity out there. You can get certified, you can get educated, and then you can actually be shown how to build a group fitness business. Yeah. So 
if you're ready, you know, definitely like Laura said, check out fitchicksacademy.com where you can learn more about our fitness and nutrition expert program and um, help you build the fitness business that you dream of. All right. So that's it for today, guys. Um, Have yourself an amazing day and we will see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, Join us for the upcoming fitness and nutrition expert or our holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.